Hi, my name is Amanda. I am the founder of Not Your Mother's Care Package. And this podcast is going to go over my entire process of building my business. To give you a heads up, I am about four months in currently, but I want to start from the beginning and walk you all through the entire process. I sell CBD products, beauty products, and snacks in in boxes, but it's essentially all e-commerce. So if you're interested in selling CBD products or getting started with e-commerce, then this podcast is for you. Good morning. Okay, so I really want to go over my entire story up until this point. I don't think I've done that yet. So my name is Amanda. I have dabbled in ideas my entire adult life. I'm sort of like a squirrel in the trees when I see a shiny object, and that sums up my personality. (laughs) So I want to say that some of the ideas have turned into a full-blown business, but really it was just one, just one idea worked out and I could pay my bills with it. And I don't want to undermine it. It was a lot of fun. I learned a lot. Uh, Yeah, I'm not going to undermine. It was great. And I, I, re- I still learned a ton of stuff from all of these failed ideas, even if you want to call it that. So with that said, in March 2020, pretty much right as the world was starting to end, I had this idea. And I still really doubted this idea because I've had 5,000 other ones. They all pretty much didn't work out. So I, I decided to go for it anyway. So my first large purchase that I made toward this idea was 50 pink 9x9x2 boxes. And I remember purchasing them. They were almost $200. (laughs) I told my husband, I was like, holy shit, okay, I really have to sell these now. Like this 50 pink boxes are going to be arriving at our doorstep in three weeks and I I really have to get rid of them now. And I, I would be lying if I said I wasn't inspired by the necessities of what was happening in the world. I was feeling super isolated, like a lot of us extroverts out there. Um, My husband absolutely loved the quarantine and (laughs) the isolation and wondered why we couldn't just all permanently do this forever. So uh, So I'm scrolling Facebook and I'm a part of a few local mom groups. And one lady said, you guys, I'm I'm really struggling. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. And it was a really... It was one of those posts that you you could tell this was a really genuine, I'm reaching out for someone. I need somebody to help me. It wasn't just, you know, the normal stuff you see on there. And I could relate. I was feeling similarly. This this is a really tough time for a lot of people. And I, I reached out to her and I said, I really want to send you something, like something real, um, <clears throat> a care package, but just a lot fucking cooler than, than the stuff So uh, that I'm normally seeing. So I'm, I'm on Etsy and all I'm seeing and coming across are uh, care packages with candles and mugs and stuff like that. And that's, that's cool. I, I'm not gonna, you know, <laughs> not uh, cool for that stuff, but that, that, that was really not what I was wanting to send to somebody. This girl needs Cheetos and vodka right now. She, she needs somebody to really show up for her. So so I start packing up different types of boxes. Uh, the, the pink boxes that I ordered, they were going to take around three weeks to arrive. 
And I am the world's most impatient person. So I go to Target and I find a couple of temporary but cute boxes that I can use in the meantime. Now, it took roughly three weeks of being on Etsy before I even made my first sale. If I had been brave enough at that time to, to spend more money in advertising, I probably could have had a sale much sooner. But no harm done. I make my first sale and others start to come follow behind it. So I'm getting ideas at this point for other themed boxes. And this is probably my mistake number one in this process so far. So with Etsy, I've heard, I don't know how true this is, but I've heard that they promote shops that have at least 10 listings. And I don't, again, I don't know how true that is, but in my desperation for a sale, I'm not questioning the validity of it. I'm just going for it. I'm just getting different ideas for boxes, packaging them, taking pictures. Um, I, I got this little, well, I don't want to say I got, I made from the Dollar Tree, this little photography box with a little shower curtain cut out for the light and it's actually a cool little idea. I think I found the idea on YouTube somewhere. But at any rate, I'm taking pictures of boxes and I'm getting different boxes packed. And this is really an issue <laughs> because at this, at this point in time, I'm only making one sale a day, maybe, t maybe two if I get you know real lucky. And I'm not really thinking about how I'm going to replenish the items in the box, right? I'm just, I can just go down to Target. Most of the items that are in these boxes are from Target. So I need to be able to replenish these items, <clears throat> excuse me, and some, some of them I just, like a makeup item, I'd go to TJ Maxx and buy three items and say, okay, well, I've got three of these particular boxes. You know, once they sell out, they sell out, I do another box. So that's a cool idea if you're only selling three in a week. Um, okay, so I, so I start, I, I find this ad on Facebook for this wholesale company and I reach out to them. Amazing little company so far. I haven't worked with them for very long. I just placed my first order, but the, I'm so excited because they work with other small businesses and support women owned and just so far, I'm really excited about this. So let me get back into my story. So at this point, I know that the products that I have in the boxes aren't really what I intended them to be. Etsy is really PC and you can't sell any of the really fun stuff on there. So I knew I needed to build my own site. And I, I initially started on Shopify, <coughs> excuse me. It wasn't a bad experience on there at all. I just hadn't anticipated doing a podcast and a blog. I initially started on Shopify. It wasn't a bad experience on there at all. I just hadn't anticipated doing a podcast and a blog and YouTube and needing to embed videos. And a friend of mine used, Square, used Squarespace and sat down with me one day and it seemed just really user-friendly and I was able to easily put all of those items on my website, something I was really struggling with how to do on Shopify. So I started looking for a CBD manufacturer that I wanted to work with. I knew it had to be a local for a few reasons. Of course, I wanted to support the businesses in my area, but in order for CBD to be legal in Idaho, it has to be 0% THC. And I knew a local company would need the documentation to prove that it was, something that became really important when it came time to find banking and payment processing. 
So I reached out to a company out of Pocatello, Idaho called Snake River Solace. They had great reviews, a solid social media presence, and they were local. I reached out, the guy who owned the company was super helpful and they had a low minimum order for small startups like myself. Boom, that's how the relationship started. So now it was time for me to look for a bank account. <laughs> I already have a few podcasts and blog, po blog posts on that topic. So I'm just going to go ahead and link it in my blog. And I, I think it's season, or I'm so sorry, uh, episode five or six. I don't remember on my podcast. But anyway, so at this point, I know that I want to start offering CBD, beauty snack combo boxes, and I start looking into beauty brand manufacturers. They're all out of servicing new clients. Minimum costs are in the tens of thousands. Not really my jam or something I can afford. <clears throat> so no worries. I'll keep looking for ways to fill these boxes. Well, I'm getting a little nervous now. One of my best-selling boxes on Etsy, the Deluxe Girlfriends box, is now having a bit of an issue. One particular item in this box continues to be difficult to get. Now, this box was pretty much filled with stuff from Target, not necessarily hot commodity items. But for some reason, one product kept becoming unavailable. I'd switch it to another product and it, Target would just stop selling it. So at this point in the story, it might be glaringly obvious that... <clears throat> I was not a business major in college. <laughs> Being able to replenish the stock of what you're selling seems like how to have a business 101, but I, I don't I wasn't really thinking that big, honestly. I was selling one to two boxes at a time of each type of box. So it wasn't really until I found this YouTuber that had a decent audience. She had about 13,000 subscribers and she offered to do a review on my boxes. I didn't, I didn't just stumble upon her. I was a part of a group on Facebook called Women of YouTube. And I asked how a collaboration like that is typically done. Is there a contract? Do I pay money or just send the product? What's the normal way of going about this? And she just offered to do one for me. And once that happened, I realized pretty quickly I was going to have to do this differently. I stumbled upon, like I said, this ad on Facebook and for this wholesale company. And I just sort of fell in love with their products and the fact that they were supporting other small startups and it, it just seemed amazing all around. And why had I not considered doing this before? This is an amazing idea. I can support these smaller businesses and they sell some really unique items too. And I didn't want to just be another BoxyCharm or Etsy subscription service by any stretch, but they were certainly a template. I love the subscription box idea, but this was new. What if I only supported small startups in this box? Now we have to start. Okay. Um, hi, my name's Amanda. I, no, I can't do a podcast. <laughs> I can't do 